Right now, we're going to uh, talk with, we have a special guest on the telephone. Sherry Sneary is with us, and she is uh, the chair for Northfield's Meals on Wheels. Good morning, Sherry. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes and being with us. Well, good morning, Jeff, and thanks for taking some time this morning so that we can can talk about this wonderful program in the Northfield community. We really appreciate it. Yeah, let's talk about uh, Meals on Wheels. For I guess for those who are not familiar with the, the, the program or maybe have heard of it, um, you know, just just tell us what you do, basically. Well, you know, it's it's such an incredible program, and and one thing that that I'm so inspired by, I didn't realize that Meals on Wheels has been operating in Northfield since the 1970s, which I think is just so incredible and such a testament to wow. this community and the, and the volunteerism spirit that seems to be just kind of woven into the fabric of this community. So uh, that's really incredible. But really, Meals on Wheels, we're a program. We deliver meals to elders at their home. It's a hot meal for every day, all year long. And, and obviously, we rely on our amazing volunteers within the Northfield community to to keep this program rolling. And, and like I said, since it's been around since the 70s, we've just have amazing volunteers that, that make it all possible. Yeah, and having done that for uh, uh, actually quite a few years now with the Lions Club. Uh, oh, I, great. Yeah, it, uh, you, know, you see how many volunteers it takes for this to work. I mean, it's constant. You're, you're at it uh, seven days a week, basically. And, you know, you need at least about a half a dozen or so every day to uh, drivers to deliver those. It's that's right. from a logistical standpoint. That's that's a lot of work. Yeah. Well, you know, there's on average, there are about 45 to 50 clients that that the program is serving. And like I said, most of them are older adults in private homes or assisted living facilities. And it takes about 30 volunteers each week to deliver the five weekday routes and now three routes that we have for the weekend. And if you kind of extrapolate that out over the year, it's close to 3,000 volunteer hours per year to keep the program up and going. Um, but one thing that's, you know, we're so incredibly fortunate that, that right now Meals on Wheels is partnered with 40 different organizations throughout Northfield that work to coordinate the volunteers for certain weeks. And so we've got churches and different service clubs, like you said, the Lions Club that, that you're part of that really take charge for a week or more. You know, we have some organizations that sign up for maybe a two or even a three week block of time. And then they work with their members uh, to go ahead and fill in our open time slots that we have on all of our different routes and get those meals out and delivered to our diners. And so it's, it's such a great way to share the, the workload and wonderful for these organizations that, that come back year after year and commit year after year to, to delivering these ma- meals. So it's, it's a great way to engage a lot of neighbors, helping neighbors. So yeah. we, even have, we, have, we have some organizations that have delivered meals for decades. The Ole Rollers is one, which is made up of St. Olaf staff, and they've delivered for decades. So it's such a testament to that spirit of volunteerism in the community, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now, for those uh, who may be wanting to take advantage of the services that uh, Meals on Wheels does provide, can you tell us, is there a process that they would go through to uh, get on the list to, to receive a, meals, a meal on wheels? 
Absolutely, absolutely, and very easy to do. So our incredible culinary services department out at the Northfield Hospital handles the registration for all of that. Uh, They can be reached at 507-646-1022. And there are a few requirements that need to be met um, for for the client. Um, They do need to live within the city limits of Northfield. Um, We do obviously have to have space available in the program. Uh, And then participants also need to be referred by an authorized health care provider. But all the meals are set and and so deliciously prepared by our hospital culinary services staff. And um, they're they're very well balanced. Um, And so the diners will receive an entree. Typically, it's meat, fish or poultry a potato or a pasta, a cooked vegetable, a salad or juice, bread, dessert, uh, and milk. And it depends, too, of course, on the diet that the healthcare provider um, has laid out, you know, for the program. But, um, you know, I've, I've been so fortunate. My, my boys have been able, my teenage boys have been able to kind of ride along on some deliveries. And, and when you have a 16-year-old, when the coolers get in the car and say, wow, that really smells great. That's such a, test, that's such a testament to the, the crew out at the culinary services um, department out at the hospital because they really, they, they take a lot of care uh, and pride in preparing these meals and, and, so, yes, but a, a very straightforward process in terms of registering and, and just calling out to the hospital and speaking with the culinary services department. Mm-hmm. Um, clients can explore the possibility of being able to be signed up for the program. You know, and I can't vouch for the uh, meals. I've never had one, but they do smell good. And that staff makes cookies like it's nobody's business. Oh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that we should, you know, let your listeners know that when you do drive and deliver meals for Meals on Wheels, when you bring the coolers back to the hospital after delivering your route, there's always a wonderful basket of cookies. Yes, there are. <laughs> and so uh, most, I, I think I pretty much see every driver grab one of those as they're heading on <laughs> to enjoy and fuel them for the rest of their afternoon, for sure. Yeah, they're, they're wonderful. They do a great job. I really love the oatmeal raisin ones myself. That's a personal favorite, yeah. but they're all good. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> tip is good too, Jeff. So. <laughs> Let's uh, let's go on to uh, yeah. Th- we're we're at an age now, and we've talked about this for a generation. The baby boomers are getting older. The population's becoming older. Are you seeing more demand for Meals on Wheels? You know, maybe now or after the pandemic, uh, before the pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. There there's been a steady increase in demand over this past year, and. To be honest, some of our routes are full, uh, and there there is a waiting list. But obviously, the the culinary staff that that organizes and orchestrates all of this they they really work hard to serve as many people as possible. But just like with so many organizations, uh, um, certainly have seen a spike, especially since the the pandemic. And oftentimes, you know, our our diners are uh, they're in fragile health. Uh, and they really are some of the most vulnerable in our community, and that's why this this service is just so critical um, that that it continue and that we continue to try to serve as as many as as possible. I, I one thing I should mention, Jeff, like I said, there are some routes that are full, and there is a waiting list. Do want to let your listeners know that another option for some home delivered meals is a national service called Mom's Meals. And that's where you would choose meals from a broad menu and then refrigerated meals are delivered to your door to heat and eat. And people can get that information at a website 
called momsmeals.com. So I just want to throw that out there, um, making sure people have some other options if they find that there isn't space necessarily right now on some of the routes. Uh, And then also county social workers might have some other suggestions. So if family members have a social worker that's on their aging care team for a loved one, um, that would be another resource to go ahead and and check because, um, like I said, certainly seeing more demand for services like this, for sure. All right. Um, you know, let's let's talk a little bit more about the uh, the pandemic and how it's had an effect. You know, I've been doing this for a number of years myself. And before the pandemic, I, you but we used to talk a lot more with the people that we would deliver yeah, the food to. Right. Now there are certain protocols that yeah. uh, uh, and restrictions and such that uh, you, you've got to keep your distance. And everybody's very conscious about I mean, because these are uh, you know, some some of the uh, most vulnerable people uh, in the population. You really, that's changed quite a bit. Um, but yeah. uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, about the protocol that you're using in this day and age to serve. Yeah. And I, I those, those protocols went into effect almost immediately at <laughs> the start of the pandemic. Yeah. But all, all of our meals are those volunteers wear a mask and delivering. And we deliver meals to our private homes and the lobbies of apartments and assisted living. So we're not in the apartment complex. We're not going in and going up to the third floor and delivering to a delivering to a vestibule or common lobby area. And it's we also are making sure that we stay six feet or more away from individuals when we're delivering. So unfortunately, certainly do miss that aspect of. Interaction, human interaction, checking in on regular clients when you deliver. Uh, but for right now, unfortunately, it needs to be a wave through a window or perhaps from the car to the door. And um, it's it'll be nice, and we can certainly celebrate when that no longer is the case. But for right now, it's yeah, to do that. yeah, it uh, unfortunately is needed. And, and lastly, let's talk about uh, what is needed uh, for uh, for the organization Meals on Wheels. Are you looking? Are you? I'm sure you're always looking for drivers and volunteers. But uh, what, uh, what what kind of things do you need? Yes, certainly volunteers. Uh, as I said at the beginning, you know, you look at over three thousand hours volunteer hours throughout a year. And without our drivers, our meals can't get delivered. So we would love to have more either regular drivers, and that's where maybe you commit to a certain route twice a month or maybe once a week. But we're also in need of substitute drivers. So sometimes there are situations where life happens and somebody can't deliver a meal and going to that substitute list and being able to make a phone call and ensuring that that meal gets delivered is so important. So the other thing as well is if any of your listeners are part of an organization that maybe isn't currently partnered with Meals on Wheels but might want to consider committing to a week or a block of time uh, during the course of the year, we would certainly be interested in visiting with them as well. So always looking for volunteers and community partners and Listeners who are interested in either of those can contact our volunteer coordinator, Ann Schumann, out at the hospital, and her number is 646 
All right. Very well. Well, uh, we want to thank you, Sherry, for taking some time not only to be with us, but for taking some time and uh, serving with uh, Meals on Wheels. It's a wonderful program. I'm glad uh, we we were able to have a few minutes here to talk about it and let people know. Uh, Best of luck to you, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jeff. Really appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. You too. That is uh, Sherry Sneary, once again, the uh, chair of Northfield's Meals on Wheels. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080 KYMN. Art Zaney, Radio for the Imagination. Paula coming up in uh, about eight minutes. So we'll talk about uh, the Lakeville Arts Festival going on this weekend. Before that, though, Rich will uh, check out uh, some news. We'll have some news headlines for us in just a moment. The 2022 Studio Art Tour is coming up. Join us Saturday and Sunday, October 1st and 2nd, starting at 10 a.m. Featured local artists open their studios to show you how they create their ceramics, painting, jewelry, textiles, glass, metal, and wood artistry. The Studio Art Tour region includes artisans from Farmington, Northfield, Nearstrand, and Faribault. Some of the studios open Friday from 4 to 8. Then all will be open Saturday 10 to 6 and Sunday 10 to 5. See their website, studioarttour.com, for details. The Northfield Public Library invites everyone to join us for the 2022 Hispanic Heritage Celebration. La Biblioteca Pública de Northfield los invita a celebrar la herencia hispana 2022. Held on Saturday, September 17th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. at Central Park. El sábado 17 de septiembre de 11 a 6 de la tarde en el Parque Central. Featuring live music, dancing, food, and fun for the whole family.